back at the Starting Five Podcast, presented by the Bluff City Media Podcast Network. I am the one, P-Shark. Still chilling on Dylan Brooks Island. This your guy, Young Trail, the 3 and D guy. Just had little bro David Roddy come through. What's good, everybody? What's poppin', man? That's really shitty, man. Big fella, what's happening? What's good, y'all? And I got like a literally serious question, and I want y'all to promise y'all gonna answer truthfully, all right? Promise we good? Yep. When was the last time y'all had Powerade? It's been a while. It's I'm going to be real. It was about, the month, about a month ago. It hasn't been that. Yeah. We say a while ago, Cap, what you mean? Like years, years? Probably like not years Football team? Maybe I randomly had one last year sometime. I feel like I did, like at a at a, at a a rest stop at a, one of the vending machines. <laughs> Hey, those two road threes at the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I had one like three. Because I used to mess with Powerade. I used to mess with Powerade like for yeah. the longest. I was a Powerade person, but lately Gatorades. Yeah, yeah I've been Gatorade. Gatorade been killing them with the new flavors. That's that's what. Yeah, that's what, that's what switched me over. Except for that cucumber lime, whatever they came up with that. Whoever got that should got COVID for that. That was disgusting. Whoa, wait a minute. That's a little harsh. Disgusting. <laughs> I agree with you that it's disgusting, but you're going to wish COVID on them? Come on. Yeah, man. come on, man. <laughs> I so I'm just asking, man, just to see if it was any of y'all's, like, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth, tenth of cho- choice. You know, just asking. Petty. <laughs> Petty on you can't beat two it. for three, bro. I, I'm just going to put it like that. So if Powerade is there for two for three and they doing Gatorade's two for four, I'm going to save my dollar. So. Man, but anyways, moving on from the – Powerade, somewhat Powerade Gatorade debate. But as y'all always know, y'all can follow us on Twitter at the Starting Five Number Five MEM and follow Blood City Media at Blood City underscore Media on Twitter, IG, and TikTok, and subscribe to Blood City Media on YouTube and listen to the various podcasts on the Blood City Media Podcast Network. First topic we coming into a lot of smoke happened last week. A lot of smoke. Shout out to Dylan Brooks. Um, we can say we won't, how we feel about him on different things, but he made last week so entertaining after we was just coming out of just a, such a downturn from what happened with the Java Rand stuff to the Brandon Clark Achilles injury to even the Steven Adams extended injury, which we're going to get into in the second segment. But the first segment, let's get into Dylan Brooks. First, his comments about Draymond saying he didn't like him. Then Draymond's response the day before the Grizzlies go to state game. He pulled out the whole Nas Ether <laughs> this. The Ether Brooks, yeah. Sorry, man. That was uh hey, just get your popcorn ready, then you actually have the game on Thursday. And then the Bruce breaking the energy to help the Greases propel to the victory. Then his comments after the game, followed by Draymond Green. It was so much so much said. I ain't about to go through all of that. We just gonna decide who was right between everything that was going on between the two, or if it was the truth from both what they both said. So what y'all what are your thoughts about the Dylan Bruce Draymond Green? Man, uh let me let me kick it off since I'm the resident and chief of staff of Dylan Brooks Island. You are um, police ticket. Yeah. Um, two weeks in. When that when what I mean, hey, I'm still I still hold my role until I decide to step down. So hey, it is so you type the two weeks notice, you just ain't turned it in yet. Gotcha. That, 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 that's is it, but um I, and I aged myself, and I, I'll take Sharky's reference to Nas's ether, and I'll echo it. This is truth, truth on both sides. This is literally the takeover versus ether on this whole thing, man. And um, Dylan Brooks was right with everything that he said about Draymond, and Draymond was right about everything about Dylan Brooks. Um, I appreciate 
Draymond a little bit, just kind of nudging Dylan Brooks a little bit, just trying to cause a little rift between him and the teammates. And uh, for Dylan to respond in the way that he did, granted he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. I think he shot 40% in that game. I mean, I'll take it, but his energy and everything is what propelled the Grizzlies uh, to get that win over the Golden State Warriors. And everything that Dylan has done in the wake of everything that has transpired with Job and Rent, you have to commend them for that. And dare I say, that is something that a veteran would do. So, as strange it may be saying, Dylan Brooks may be becoming our veteran fo- vocal leader in the locker room. Now, will it translate on the court? That remains to be seen. And I'm saying this before he has another two for 10 or three for 16 shooting game. But if I'm going to get this energy from Dylan, which I know he can provide and, you know, he has the scoring to go with it, then that's great. But as long as his energy is infectious to the rest of the team and they're coming out playing the way that they're supposed to play and it's leading to some wins, then, hey, I'm all for it. But for what Draymond said, it was 100% truthful. I mean, I can't even knock it because I even called for someone to put the ether instrumental on Draymond's response because it was just that truthful. Um, but yeah, Dylan Brooks is a headache, but he's our headache, and I'm glad he's wearing a Grizzlies uniform. It's just that simple. Next time, text me, bro. I got you. <laughs> um, man, thank you. Um, thank you, God, for allowing us to be in an era where. Players can talk freely and then leave it on the court too. Like I, I just, I really, and there's no like extra media, no extra media seasoning on it. Like just let the players talk to one another. Let's go ahead and have that back and forth between one. Another. That's what made the league so dominant, so to speak, in the '90s, mid to late '90s, and even the early 2000s. Like players just yapping at each other, and no, there's no stripes in the way. So I'm like, oh no, hold on, that's a tech. No, stop. No, you're hurting his feelings. You gotta go. Like, no, allow this to be. This is exactly why we were selected as one of the teams for the rivalry. And we got a Christmas Day game because of the back and forth that was going on between the Warriors and the Grizzlies via social media. And now, of course, on the court as well. So keep it up. For all I'm saying, I don't care who's right. I don't care who's wrong. I love to see it. I want to turn on Twitter and I want to see two players going at it. I want to see it because it does translate to what happens on the court eventually. And, you know, it is what it is. We know the refs are going to call text for, you know, tying your shoes wrong. So it doesn't even matter at this point. So if you want to get, get text and ejected, at least let it be with some effort behind it. Um, and so I love both of them for uh, they're both the same type of player in terms of like barking at one another. Um, this is something that Dylan Brooks does. He just doesn't do it as loudly as Draymond Green. And Draymond's been doing this since Michigan State. Um, he just has even more platforms to do it on because he, you know, records um so no keep it up bring it up um maybe that's the spark that the grizzlies will continue to need um until the return of not only just john morant but stephen adams as well which we'll get to later on um but the energy was where it needed to be whether or not he shoots he i think shot 40 percent that game um and so that's actually a step up from um his season so we'll take it do i dare say dylan brooks 2024 making the nba great again to where players don't like each other is not all buddy buddy it might not be in Memphis. I hope it ain't in Memphis. 
<laughs> oh, yours, buddy. So <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of what both of them really have to say. But Dylan Brooks, it's only all talking to you bag it up, buddy. You know what I'm saying? We can put the grizzlies behind that as well because there is no rivalry until the other team wins. Like, I hate to be that guy. As you know, the bandwagon Warriors fan that I was and still am, it's like, you got to beat them. You can talk this. You can say this. You can do that. What you, what, what's up, Trevor? Because I know you're down to say something. So, so Draymond Green shooting that floater off the backboard in 2021 uh, doesn't con- and Memphis knocking the Warriors out of the play in doesn't constitute as them beating them. I mean, I, I'm no, I would say that's the first shot, or at least I mean, it's it, it, just the first shot, but it was like a eh. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no haymaker or nothing like that. I mean, it was a, you it talking was about a, it wasn't a seven game series, too. I, like, I got I got it. It wasn't healthy when that happened, so it's like if that's the case. But I do got a question about that. Do you consider Sacramento Kings Lakers back in the early 2000s a rivalry? Because Sacramento didn't no. be LA. No, I never considered that a rivalry. Oh, okay. I just, I okay. okay. I, well, I, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Yeah, that, at least consistent. Okay, that's fine. Right. So it's not a rivalry. So okay. I, would say, I respect your opinion then. Even if this was a rivalry, I would love for the Grizzlies to actually win one. Like, we got to beat them. I know the plans, whatever. I get it. Two weeks, two, I get it. But now the Warriors are healthy. they champions. The Grizzlies. Our damn well could be out in the first round. And if that happened, then everything, literally everything that Draymond Green said was correct, especially the part after the dynasty start, once you leave the team, how do you know your own teammates don't like you? And I said, damn, because Draymond probably knows something. Draymond knows that Draymond knows that his fans like me who would love the day that Dylan Brooks is no longer Memphis Grizzlies. And, you know, with this, this helps his case. You know what I'm saying? We needed the energy. We needed the defense and everything. But are we? can we take that next step with Dylan Brooks on our team? I've been on to answer no for this whole season. And I truly believe, unless we beat the Warriors, if we're out the second, if we're out the first round, kiss all this talk of we find in the West. I don't like Draymond because he's Draymond. Kiss all that goodbye because it's all talk at this point. We got to beat them. We, we got to beat them. We got to. We had a chance last year for sure, but nah, man. We got to beat them. And that's why I need the Grizzlies Warriors first round matchup. Win or lose, I need that. I need that matchup. I know people are like, oh, I don't want to see Golden State the first. No, I need. We need that first. I need to see them first round. I need that first round matchup. But that's that reason. Because eventually you're going to have to beat them to get over the hump. And honestly, if we were to, let's say, happy to get to the finals, West Conference finals, and don't play Golden State in that process, I would feel a little let down that uh, we still need to beat Golden State, right? <laughs> At this point, I, that, it has to align. We got to see Golden State some way, somehow. And as the standards were to look right now, guess who is three and who is six? Memphis and Golden State. Memphis and Golden that State. Needs to have, I need that first round matchup. Both teams find a way, find a way, NBA something. Find a way for these records to make it in line for this to happen. But um, I love their thing. It's going to be tough for their six seed because them Lakers, boy, know. them Lakers are coming. I already know. You know yes, they are, Trevor. Here. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I loved every bit of it. Like you said, I don't think it was in the last total totally inside. It was a bunch of hypotheticals, of course. What did, you know, what, you know, we do what else over what if. It was a couple of what else. What if Drake Mom was on another team? Do we believe he's be as good as he are? Sure, no, but guess what? 
he's been in Gold State his whole career. We can't, we don't know, and <laughs> we won't know, right? Because if he goes to another team now, he's older, so it, he, his career is set. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, Dylan's case, you know, the dynasty starts after him. We don't know yet. We do believe him. We do actually <laughs> believe that, but hey, it, it might not be. We don't know, right? So, but everything. I, I love the little jabs. It was, it was, it was perfect. I love the whole <laughs> Dylan Brisk and all the <laughs> interviews after the game, even going to the Dallas game the other night and talking about guard Kyrie and Luke. It, it was it's hilarious. It's good theater. It feels like, and someone did mention on Twitter that maybe you know to try and get some spotlight off of Ja. Dylan is taking these lumps, taking these hits. <laughs> it's exactly what him. it is because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, had Dylan Brooks not started talking, I'm pretty sure every question that the national media, especially given that the Grizz had a national televised game nearly every day, yeah. every game that yeah. they had this past week, oh, it would have been nothing but straight jaw questions and not even focused on the game. So, again, kudos to Dylan Brooks for uh, doing what he's doing to take that pressure <laughs> off of Ja. So when Ja does come back, it's not it's, – it's, he can just hit the ground smooth sailing doing what he does best. Yeah, my boy got a team grade F, man, but his team chemistry going up. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> nah, bro, that team ain't great. Eight is an eight plus <laughs> right now. The numbers may not show up, but he did everything. All right, he's taking on the he's he's actually embracing that villain. You know how we said Grizzly embraced the bad boys of the league. Dylan is is facing is taking on the villain, dealing the villain mantra. I love every bit of it. Like embrace it. Don't don't have it. Y'all been talking all this smack. Ain't no point of having it, having it now. Y'all continue with it. So I'm with it all. I do find it interesting that Draymond did say that it wasn't a ride for end games and March didn't matter. But after being a walking bus last night, he wanted to come out and say, big win, big win. Okay, sure. <laughs> it was <wanted, laughs> Yeah, that was hilarious. Shout out to Draymond for that. But also, shout out to shout out to Santi Adama in that game for that flop. Hilarious. Jamaica Green. <laughs> Bear on the tap, bro. <laughs> I we we gotta give Santi his flowers, man, because he's he's been outstanding this entire season. But golly, that that flop on Michael Green. Oh my goodness. I'm man, sorry, I couldn't yeah. stop laughing. I had to for those who have YouTube TV, I had the benefit of being able to rewind it and watching it at least another three times before <laughs> switching it back to live. That was hilarious. Yeah, just great deer. And like I said, coming out that week. That Lakers and Clippers games, how you blew the games in the fourth quarter and the whole everything going on, that was much needed. <laughs> so shout out to Dylan, shout out to the team for giving us that and at least getting us back on somewhere of a track where we're at least fun to watch again, where it's like, okay, I can enjoy watching y'all again. Shout out to David Roddy going off in the fourth quarter against uh, Dallas. As you see my name, let Roddy cook. You see Trevor's name, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. Let, let, let the real cook, man. Please, please take the Jenkins. <laughs> Give David Roddy minutes. That man needs minutes. Like yesterday, last month, last week, he needs minutes. Give that man some minutes, please. And stop containing minutes as well. To the same point that you're talking about, ride that hot hand. I don't care if he's bending over backwards, needing air. You keep him in the game, so you got to pick him off the floor. Taylor Jenkins, because it's a must-win situation at this point. They, they got up 47 and a half minutes. Let them go 47 and a half and get some Gatorade afterwards. Punch them. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I hate a bubble. 
But man, and Kevin Durant for you know against um Milwaukee a couple years ago, he had played the full game as well. But moving on to the next segment, Steve Adams. I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday after I think right after Lakers game, we got an update that Stephen Adams would be out at least four months. He'll be reevaluated again in four weeks, which is the rest. Of, I mean, that's the rest of the regular season, pretty much. I think that's a week before the season come back, and he's getting reevaluated, which means he's not necessarily coming back again in four weeks. They're going to reevaluate him. He's out for the rest of the regular season, pretty much maybe a knock a game or two, right? I really ain't no answers, but do y'all expect him back at any point this season? Now I'm talking about the playoffs. Do y'all expect Steve Adams to come back this season? Um, man. I don't expect to see Steven Adams until the first round of the playoffs. And even then, I would probably go maybe assuming where they finish, I'll probably go either game two or game five when the series shifts back to Memphis. So whether Memphis has won the first two, split the first two, or it's 2-2 coming back home to Memphis, um, then, uh, yeah, I expect them back by the, in the playoffs. Um, I, I don't expect them back in the regular season at all. Yeah, I think if we see him in the regular season, it'll be towards the final two to three games, maybe getting in, you know, to Jenkins' point, 10-minute counts or what have you. Um, I don't know what brother's suffering from, what's going on. Like I said, he's got to be reevaluated again. Um, reevaluation, last time, I I mean, what was it? That's made, was it like he yeah, got reevaluated again and all of a sudden he was at the next game, wasn't he? Something like that, something crazy this season. So maybe, maybe we're, they're throwing us for a loop there and, Maybe he gets reevaluated and he's back the next game. Like I said, playing low minutes, especially if Jaws back, um, because Jaws energy feeds off of CM Adams' energy as well. Um, so we could definitely use the aqua powers um, as soon as possible. I definitely expect to see him. Um, I think the Grizz uh, management have kind of, you know, got their cards close to their chest. Um, there have been instances, like y'all said, about, you know, the Desmond Bain when they ruled him out and then he, he came back. Um, but there are also instances, you know, even going back to the Jaron Jackson Jr. situation where he was, you know, held out for a longer time. So um, I, I expect to see him back. I would love to see him, you know, finish, I guess. I want to say even if he could come back the last two games of the season, cool. But I think especially if we get down and we need him in the playoff time, um, I think I think we can expect to see him at least for like 10 minutes, you know, 12 minutes in a game, something like that. Yeah, I tend to agree. Uh, similar to what Tuke said, I think uh, where for one, four weeks from the day they announced it, it was April the fifth at the Pelicans, and they had three games left, which they end the season last three games on the road. That's a weird, weird schedule. Literally, they last three games on the road at Pelicans, at Bucks, and at Thunder. April fifth, seventh, and ninth. So it's kind of odd, but that's would be the exact four weeks. So maybe come back, make them you know play into shape a little bit. We'll see, um, but I would say similar to last season when he uh, he was out at the beginning of the Gold State Series with Kofi, and he came back and they kind of worked him in in Game Three, then Game Four. I think yeah, I think it was Game Four when he finally like played, play finally played this Norman Mendes game. So I kind of figured it might be that. So maybe at the end, of the very end of the season, he'll play a little bit, or maybe in the beginning of the first round, he'll start. But then they'll kind of kind of try and work him back in, you know, slowly depending on the opponent, uh, depending on if he don't get played off the court again, like he did against Minnesota, depending on matchups. But I do expect to see him again. And I guess at that point, we'll just see 
how effective he can be, like I said, once again, depending on matchups and depending on how healthy and how much in shape he is because he is a big man and it deals a knee injury, so he's not able to run on it, right? So he still has to find a way to get back in shape. But that does my second segment. Now we're going to go to our last segment and about to switch up a little bit. Not talking strictly Grizzlies, but Grizzlies will be involved in it in some way. Y'all know it's March. It's the WA tournament time. And y'all see the shirt. This is not this year's AC Championship for the basketball team. This is the football team because they won the AC Championship back in 2019. But shout out to the Memphis Tigers for winning the AC Conference Championship game. And they just got the number eight, eight seed in the East region in the Bay tournament in the same region as Tennessee and Kentucky, as uh, Trevor just told us. So it should be interesting. Uh, the AC is a little low, but I think they already had the seeds. Pimps up, up here at the end, pretty much before the conference championship game against Houston. But nonetheless, shout out to Memphis for winning and winning the conference championship for the first, I think the first ever AAC championship game they won and first conference championship since they won the conference USA. I want to say the year Joe Jackson hit the game win layup in 2011. I, I don't know if they won again after that, but I know for a fact they won. That's about right. Yep. yep. That was our yeah, my freshman year. So shout out to them. But we're about to add NBA into this. So I decided to come up with a game, NBA style bracketology. We are going to do four number one seeds, kind of like the NCAA do during the season. They do their top 16 seeds. 16 teams make the playoffs, but we're going to do it every, you know, the whole league, whatever teams you feel like deserve to make this style, this bracket. It don't have to go in order of record. It don't have to go in order of anything. Just based on your feeling, who are the best 16 teams in NBA? Top, top number four, four number one seeds, four number two seeds, four number three seeds, and four number four seeds. So I start off with my number one seeds. My number one seeds, the number one overall seed would be the Milwaukee Bucks. That'd be number one overall seed in my bracket. I also had the Boston Celtics in there, the Denver Nuggets, and the Philadelphia 76ers is my four number one seeds. So I guess we'll go in order all number one seeds, then number twos, then number threes, number four. So same order. Trevor, you do go with your number ones. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's open and shut. The overall number one seed is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, of course, you have to throw Boston in there as well. Um, Denver gets the third one, and then pretty much it's the same as yours, just by default. Philly gets that last uh, number one seed. Uh, that could change, but uh, as of right now, I'll, I'll go with Philly as that last number one. Yeah, similar to Trevor, I was trying to think like down the road, like do I see things changing, manifesting a little bit differently, even though we're picking like as of right now. But I concur um, with the seating in which you did that, those four, and it was in the, my exact same order as well. Um, with you know the 76ers playing some good basketball at this point. Um, I think the, the key to me also choosing this is talking about a one game. So I'll keep it at that. All right, and not to keep us waiting, but mine's are the same. Bucks, Celtics, Nuggets, Sixers. They're having a great regular season. But let's see if they transition to the playoffs in a month or so. Yep, per usual with the 76ers. But got to give them a nod, especially the good ball they've been playing lately. My number two seeds kind of got a little tough, especially with some teams kind of falling a little bit lately. But just like in college basketball, you have some top seeds. Who we'll be following a little bit late and still get a number four seed? Shout out to Tennessee. 
<laughs> losing like a mud last couple last month, but they resume was so good at the beginning of the season. They still got number four seed. Maybe so, they'll turn around in the tournament. Let's we'll uh, see. Never doubt. So got Siegler. It's over with. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> but yeah, they need one guard right now. Ziggler's out. Go ahead. Yeah, number two seed. I got the Sacramento Kings, and Cleveland Cavaliers. The Memphis Grizzlies still find a way to get it. Uh, it was tough between choosing between the Suns and the Knicks, but I go go with the Suns because the potential. Kevin Durant should be coming back, reevaluating in a couple of weeks, but he should be coming back. So I get the Suns the last number two seed. I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm going with the first three, but I, I gotta give, show some love to the Knicks, man. They've actually been been balling as of late. Now, again, things can change, as you just mentioned with uh, the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant eventually coming back. Um, but you got to reward the Knicks for what they've been doing as of late. If I'm not mistaken, they've won. I think they're still on their winning streak, if I'm not mistaken. Or they won nah. like eight of them. I think they won lost eight three. of the last nine. They've lost three in a row now, I think. Oh, they lost I'm three mistaken. in a row. Okay. Since so they won prior like nine to that, Yeah, prior to that, they had won nine in a row, and they pretty much looking uh, like a decent playoff team. And um, I'm going to go ahead and reward them. Uh, but just slightly, they'll get that last uh, that last two spot. Yeah, this is where we start the separation, and I love it, gentlemen. Um, I'm going to agree with the Cavs as a two seed. Um, my other two seeds are as such. Sorry. Um, first of all, the Kings, yes, got to have them. Um, and I am going. I'm going. I need to make sure I see Tuke's face, man. I'm going to take the Suns. As a two seed, as you should. Okay. I thought you about to say another team. I thought you about to say another team. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 sir. I I got smart. I didn't get hit on the head today, Not, but yesterday I might have. Um, and give me the Clippers at two. Close. Oh, bet, 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 bet. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I, I was. That's the only team I was going back between two and three, and I literally just made the decision now. Um, Two seeds. I'm going with the Grizzlies. I'm going with the Kings. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns, and I'm going with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think once the rent comes back, of course you can put him in a tier one, but he's not there. So, but when it happens, it happens, and they're gonna be great. So, and uh, the Cavs. I kind of was flopping between the Cavs and the Clippers. It's just a matter of Cavs are playing, you know, better defense, and they got a better record right now. Um, and they know their identity is more known to themselves rather than the Clippers. So, even though the Clippers got a better roster. Give me caps. Yep. And just like in Stubby Tournament, you know, better rosters. Sometimes they just get the lower end totem pole because they be disappointed. And the Clippers, I got them way lower than y'all have them. They were almost not, they were almost my number four seed, boy. They were they were close, but there was no number four seed that I thought I could get over them. So they are on my three lines, the last number three seed, but I got in order the Knicks. The Warriors somehow made a bunch of teams don't play defense all on this three seed line outside of the Knicks. The Knicks play defense. The other teams, the Warriors, uh, Mavs, and Clippers. Our offense, no defense, but the Kings don't play defense either. They're number two. So, hey, <laughs> that's my number threes. Yeah, so for my number threes, uh, of course, the top three seed would be uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they could have, of course, the argument could have been made for them to possibly be a two seed. But since I gave the Knicks the last spot, uh, I think Phoenix uh, deserves to be the top spot as far as the three seeds. Uh, the second three seed, I would actually go – with the Los Angeles Clippers. Um again, question marks always surround the team, but when they when they have it clicking, they have it clicking. Um 
the third seed is you gotta have the Golden State Warriors in there. Um, championship pedigree. Um, yeah, they've been terrible on the road, but you know, once the playoffs start, until someone beats them four out of seven, or until someone knocks them off, they're they're a formidable candidate. My last three spot, believe it or not, and it's surprising that they're still here. I'm gonna reward the Brooklyn Nets because uh, <laughs> the when uh when this the trades and everything went down like this team was supposed to fall off completely. And the fact that they're still in the playoff hunt, 10 games over 500, the Kell Bridges has pretty much turned into a bona fide star. So, you know, he's going to be looking for a nice payday uh, coming soon. So yeah, I, that last three spot, I, I got the Brooklyn Nets, man. Uh, got to reward them for, for at least staying the course and shout out to Jaguan too, for keeping the ship going as well. Yeah, um, I knew you were going there. Um, the Grizz got my first um, three seed, and then actually after them was the Nets um, I had. Um, and after the Nets, I have the Knicks. Um, and then after the Knicks, I have the Mavericks. Um, and so those are my threes. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – I'm going to save my lip service for my next round. All right, all right. And it's <laughs> time for me to shake up the crowd. Um, top three seed going on Warriors, Clippers, Knicks, and the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, I said it. Yes, I said it. We talked about it earlier, how they can instantly be a big if the, the teams that are in the play-in right now better pray that the Lakers are not in the play-in. That's all I'm gonna say. If I'd rather see the Warriors, I wouldn't see the, the Mavericks, I'd rather see anybody but a healthy LeBron and this Anthony Davis that we're seeing right now. Plus, the Angelo Russell still balling, you know, hit like five threes the other night, too. So, yeah, they are my third seed. I ain't gonna say they deserve it right now, but just give it time, ladies and gentlemen. Just give it time. Yep, and that's when we get to the what we probably gonna have the most changes in. Y'all can call me just a spare food, but the Brooklyn Nets they make my top 16. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, did, I just didn't see them. Uh, you know, I think the future. I, I, I think it seems to have a shot to win one game in this tournament. I don't. It, it's your call. Shot. It's your call. You I, I think it, if it's a if it's a one game and Brooklyn yes, catch somebody slipping, you saw what they did to the Celtics. Let's just let's just, let's just man, let's keep it the make the playoffs because of Kevin Durant did. Like, come on, man. They still ride his coattails. He's still carrying that team. He ain't even on the team no more. That's crazy. How you finna make the playoffs with your best way ain't even on the team no more? That's why I don't think we have a th- thank you, Kevin Durant. Thank you. <laughs> he did get to the door. Seat. Moving right along. <laughs> All right, but my four and number four seeds. These are teams I feel like legit can catch the team slipping on the one night catch these one seed slipping specifically. The Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler. Bam Adebayo in the one-game scenarios, four seed. Minnesota Wolves. Card- is Carton Towns coming back? I haven't even heard about it. They don't need him. They don't need him. They don't need him. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Mike Conn, the back there. Facilitating. They got a shot. The Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, when he comes back, hopefully. <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis. They got the roster around them. Only thing that gets me about them is coaching. Still not sure about Darvin Ham. I want him to succeed, though. I do like Darvin Ham, but that's the only thing I'm very unsure about them. And Mr. Zion Williamson, where to return, New Orleans Pelicans. And it's the last team in the tournament. 
can pull so it you off. Had Miami, Minnesota, the Lakers, and New Orleans. Just okay. All right. So um I'll agree with you with the top four seed and go with the Miami Heat. Um I feel at some point they have to they have to show up somewhere in this bracket. I couldn't put them completely out, but I couldn't put them in the top three. So I think four is actually a respectable spot for him. Um, next up, I actually will have the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they have been balling since the trade deadline, since the all-star break. And I think if one team, if you ask LeBron James to play one game against the one seed and possibly come out on top, I will take the Lakers' chances there against any of those number ones. Um, third, I have the Dallas Mavericks. I just think uh, although they can't stop a waterfall, they can't stop a nosebleed, I think the dynamic of Luka and Kyrie is just going to be a little bit much uh, for one game because if one of those guys gets going, it's over. If both of those guys gets going, you might as well book your flight back home um, right before then. And my last spot, I'm going to stick with Sharky. My last spot will go to the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I just think that this this team is just too good not to succeed. I, I just I, I said it before when the season started, and even during the season, like New Orleans is scary good when they're healthy. I mean, when CJ Zion and Brandon Ingram are all on the, on the floor together, everything is clicking. They're tough to beat, not to mention the depth that they have with Herb Jones, Trey Murphy the third, Jose Alvarado. You know, the list goes on and on with that with that team. Willie Green's done an exceptional job there. Definitely can see them catching one of these one seeds slipping as well. Um, I don't have the Timberwolves in there. I love Ant-Man, but as the great American philosopher Sean Carter said, I don't believe you, you need more people. It's just that simple. He'd be trying to like pass it off to me after you know, drop a punchline and hey, pick this up, sheet. He's like, take that. But anyways, um, I'll, my number one four seed, I guess, uh, I have side for the number first four seeds, the Lakers. Um, you, we've we've said LeBron, we've said Anthony Davis, said D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, um, will be a huge, huge component for this team. Um, and in a one-game scenario, even just think about how well he plays transitional defense. Don't let him score 20 points. Jesus Christ, if he scores 20 points, the floodgates are open. Um, so I got the Lakers as my first uh, first four in, I guess. Um, another four in is the Warriors um, at the four seed. Again, another team you don't want to match up with as a number one seed, but if you do, it slides out in a one-game scenario. Um you mentioned Curry, Thompson. I mean, even if it's a little warm outside and you want to go to the pool that day, um, you never know what he can give you um, as well. So give me him and Kevon Looney's going to give you about 20 rebounds. Uh, he's going to give you all effort there. Um, my next pick actually is going to be the Pelicans. Um, the Pelicans, with the length that they have, realistically at their positions, um, they can always see Jim Collins went off for like 30 some points the other day or something like that, or have a very great shooting night. And CJ McCollum is known for having spontaneous shooting nights um, that could be spurtful. Um, and so give me the Pelicans and the last four of the four that I have in, it's kind of hard to say that um, is actually going to be the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
Um, I'm agreeing with the Ant-Man, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, uh, slow-mo, uh, give it all to me. Um, and I think they can win a game. If they can't win a game, then they can at least battle a one seed um, that was chosen from my top ones. Um, but they're not, they might not be the one seed that gets the one of the four seeds that get past the one seed. But however, I like the chances better than other teams that are left on the board. I love that you might have a Milwaukee Minnesota matchup. I don't know if they're technically rivals, but I mean, they like right there next to each other. <laughs> State Shouldn't they be? <laughs> yeah, they so, be? east west. Who knew? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Atlanta and Memphis, huh? <laughs> So, uh, mine, so I wanted to go with the Pelicans. I really did, but I just looked at how – I just looked at the teams that are in the play-ins and stuff right there. Um, so, respect for everything y'all just said about the Pelicans. I, I'm with y'all, but that's how I, you know, did my list. Um, so, my final four – and final four, don't sue us. Um, Got to go Dallas first. Of course, your team with Luka and Kyrie. You know, no, de- no offense. No defense, but they got offense in the world, so. Rocking with that, I'm gonna go with uh Udonis Haslam's Miami Heat uh for the second one. I'm gonna <laughs> I mean that's the last time I can say it, shit. He about to retire. He about he about to get a polo like you've been asking for the last years. Um the third, fourth. <laughs> the third, the third, fourth, I have um be the Timberwolves, y'all know I've been I've been uh, pretty high I'm bullish on them uh, pretty much all season. Uh, they got the right combination of veterans and and youth in a way. It's kind of weird, um, but they they got it going. Um, and number four in the last seed, it's kind of crazy because, like I said, it's either me picking a team that wouldn't be in the playoffs without their best player having a great first half, versus a team that are actually making it. You know, got it sneaking into the playoffs, which is the Chicago Bulls. Um, I think that the impact of Pat Beverly is, you know, if you look at the plans and you asking who can win one game in that play-in situation, can I trust them to beat the Hawks? I actually can. Uh, can I trust them to beat the, the Raptors? I actually can. The Heat uh, probably be the only thing with my thing, but, you know, pump the brakes there. They're seven seed anyway, so, hey, cool. Uh, but, no, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls, man. Uh, Pat Bev's there. They're playing a lot better defensively. Um, it's not much, but you can see the difference. Um, and I think in, like I said, a one game, I can see the Bulls sneaking into the playoffs. Yep. I can see that. And y'all, it's interesting too, because the Bulls and books are actual rivals and just like Minnesota right there. I think they hour away from each other, Milwaukee and Chicago. So <laughs> definitely, uh, interesting first, uh, first matchup. So that does it. I skip and get, of course we got fifth member Skyla. I get his picks. Um, from the group, me and then next starting next couple weeks, we actually gonna pick our winners from each of our brackets. So I'm gonna have everybody, everybody's brackets set up, and we actually gonna pick our winners. So next week, we'll probably do the first and second round, then get to the final four the week after that, you know, to close out the month of March for our episodes in March. So, man, definitely fun topics. Uh, I guess one last question for everyone What team didn't make it that was the toughest not to pick for you? Mine was Portland because of Damian Lillard. Just Damian Lillard in one game scenario, getting it in and being able to eliminate someone was definitely tempting, but Portland was mine. I had to go with the Trailblazers. Yeah, I I had to go with the Trailblazers as well. Uh, I just couldn't see how Dane gets in over uh, 
two out of the out of the four C's of out of the Lakers and the Mavs. I, I just couldn't see how I could put him over those two teams, given how the Lakers have played as of late. Um, and then given what Dallas has been doing with you know with Luke and Kyrie, um, I just couldn't just couldn't find a spot for him. Like uh, he's like the Trailblazers. If they we were doing first four out, like the Trailblazers would definitely yeah, I'll play in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to play in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess mine is is the Miami Heat, man. It, it's just I I've gotten disgusted with how we've played and what I've seen from Miami. Um, last 10 games, last 20, this whole season has really just been hurtful and hurtful to watch and be a part of. And I'm not trusting them to get their spot, especially when literally the number six seed in the East has been up for grabs since you would think since the Nets have let go of everything. And for the the Heat have actually dropped past the Nets at a point because um, they were above them. Um, I just I don't. I don't trust that. So no. Um, crazy enough, this team is a half game out of the play-ins. I've watched them play, and what I've seen, I've liked them play. They're just inconsistent as hell, and it's the uh, Indiana Pacers. Um, they're mm-hmm. a really, really good team. They're a good young team. They got they got pieces everywhere. It's just a matter of them putting it together. And like I said, I've watched them play. Uh, that's why to answer your question is kind of disappointing. I couldn't put them in the sixth team because of their record and their inconsistency, but. They got a really good team in here. Yeah. Okay, I can give that one, especially Tyrese Hatterberg talking his noise last week. Saw that yep. telling the other team called timeout. That was hilarious. <laughs> but man, that does it. Like I said, Brackettage is gonna continue this on throughout the month of March. Uh Jordan still play tournament for Tigers play this week. And it's fun times in March, man. With like I said, March Madness, NBA coming down to the wire next season, especially looking at those standings and seeing how far teams are off. I mean, the West got legit 13 teams that can make the playoffs. It's crazy. Even the East is an extent. Like you said, the Pacers are half game out. They about 12, 11, 12 teams that can making themselves over there. So, hey, the play-in tournament, I love it. Love, love the idea. It makes teams actually try and compete more instead of just going to full tank mode. So, shout out to NBA, Adam Silver for that. But that does it for this episode. As always, remember to follow us on Twitter. Hit the starting five, the number five, M-E-M. Follow Blood City Media at Blood City underscore media on Twitter, IG, and TikTok. And subscribe to the Blood City Media uh, podcast network on YouTube. It's just Blood City Media. And you can find it on YouTube and subscribe and hit the notification button. You'll catch us every single Monday around noon on Bluff City Media on YouTube. And, of course, we're still on audio platforms, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, you name it. Also, check out the Arcus. At Blood City Media on uh, BloodCityMedia.co and sign up to be an insider with coupon starting five, starting number and the number five for 10% off yearly subscription. Also, as always, follow me at the one D-A-O-N-E underscore P Shark. Yeah, rowdy rowdy 27, man. But this your guy, Trevor. I'm at the art of Trevor of is a preposition. Yo, y'all remember that from Varsity Blues? He was like, it's 10, a 10. A... I ain't gonna cuss. Um, it's really shitty. If you remember, you know, <laughs> drop it in there. You know what I mean? At Tev Shakir, man. Thank y'all so much for listening, man. It's been it's been good. Find me some yeah. Gatorade or something. <laughs> and follow our fifth member, Skyler uh, underscore Skylito. Till next time, Grizz fam. Go Grizz. Go Grizz.